All right. <laughs> there we go. That was a show. Um, Marcus, just so you know, we're in what we call the after dark now. We usually record for a few more minutes. If there's any other comments we wanted to add about the show and how it went off on its I want to. I want to mention and shout out to Christine in the chat room. That was Clark. Nice. That. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. She knows her Superman. <laughs> uh, <sighs> still the best Superman film. Mm. The first one. Yes, Clint. I agree. It'll be interesting, though. Speaking of Superman, <sighs> to see what they do with uh, the um, what the Man of Steel. I, I, you know, I'm one of the five people on the planet that liked uh, Superman Returns. So I'm a little frustrated and disappointed that that didn't have a sequel. But mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious about Man of Steel too. Um, though I, I seem to be at odds with some people on this because a moment in the trailer that apparently upset a lot of people was to me one of the more interesting moments. Um, which is when Clark asks whether he should, you know, let some kid die rather than reveal his powers, and Jonathan Kent, played by Kevin Costner, says maybe. Uh, I think that, yeah, a, a lot I think that that was good. A lot of people were up in arms about that, but I thought that was a really interesting uh, sort of moral conflict they were setting up. Definitely, but, it it was know. interesting. Now, I think maybe the reason a lot of people are reacting against it is because. In the movies, Jonathan Kent was always set up as the guy encouraging, you know, while he was saying, yeah, you, you can't, you, you, you got to be secret. I mean, I think that the idea is that he was encouraging, he was kind of foundational to the goodness in, in Clark or, or something. Maybe, you know, am, am, I, yeah. am I making sense? Yeah, you are. And, and I know where people are coming from with that. But at the same time, I think uh, it's another shade of Jonathan Kent that hadn't really been explored as much, which is, you know... A, the conflict between the man who wants his son to be good and the conflict between the man who wants his son to be safe and uh, trying to find a balance between those. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, you know, we didn't even bother to mention that the trailer for Men of Steel premieres, well, was released for the regular showing of The Hobbit. <laughs> this show was already long, man. Shoot, man. Yeah, we could have talked about it for a few more hours in the extended cut man, of the I show. Man, I wanted so much to keep talking to Anthony, but... <laughs> uh, I honestly could have listened to that a good deal longer. Um, being which, a Trek which, fan, I really enjoyed it. Which Enterprise? We'll have to have Which back. Enterprise do you like? Mm, it, it's it's a tough call. Probably the next generation's take. Um, now uh-huh. you're going through season two, Clark. Uh, did you say that you or have you already seen the Blu-ray edition of season one of TNG? I have. Okay. I have. It's, Man, it's, that's another thing. I I haven't got it yet. I want it. And I, I just can't quite justify the money. It's upward of a it, hundred dollars. It's it's expensive, and I'm I probably well it, on Amazon. It's a good bit lower than that, but. Uh, I, I might not have purchased it yet, um, were it not for the fact that I got it as a review assignment. Um, but it, it looks gorgeous, especially in contrast to the DVDs, which honestly look kind of terrible. Oh, they were horrible um, transcripts. Yeah, terrible. It, it, it's really rough. And I, obviously, it's not going to look like Lost or anything like no. that. But it's it's really, really impressive in contrast to what it used to be. Yeah, and uh, you know, I went to the theater for the season two uh, event uh, oh, of how the was release that? of the Blu-ray. I I thought it looked great on the big screen. I was impressed. It was still, of course, in four by three aspect ratio, but uh, y- you know, the, and and uh, it's interesting how the stories they do and yet they don't hold up with age. Like you can definitely, I, I could have wished the, the two that they showed in the theater were um, 
Oh man, why am I forgetting? I'm a tr- I huge Trek fan. If I'm not mistaken, they were Measure of a Man and Q Who. Q Who, that's the one I was thinking of. A new Measure of a Man, of course. Q yes. Who. I, I felt. Uh, I, I wished that there had been more action in it or something. So I think in that way it was kind of showing its age. Measure of a Man was never about the action, and it was fantastic. Yeah, um, I, I, I would say maybe the first truly great Next Generation episode. Oh, definitely. That that was the first, in my opinion, the 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 the, the first time we really saw. Oh man, this show has so much potential. Yeah. Uh, and before that, it was always, uh, what's going on? I mean, come on, what are you doing here, guys? It's got it's got to be better than this. So, uh, anyway, you know, yeah. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, I didn't have anything more. Well, I was just going to say, it's been interesting uh, watching some of the the behind-the-scenes documentaries on Season 1 and Season 2. Apparently, a lot of the blame for the faults of the earlier seasons of The Next Generation is being laid at the feet of Gene Roddenberry. I would agree Uh, with that. A a lot of the writers say that he sort of, in those early seasons, interfered with the scripts a lot. And one person said something very interesting. He said, Gene Roddenberry, at his best could take a bad script and turn it into a good one. But at his worst, he could take a great script and turn it into a good one. And that's something that apparently <laughs> happened quite a bit during especially season one of The Next Generation and frustrated the rest of the writers who wanted to take that show in a more ambitious direction. Yeah, I think some of his philosophies prevented him from creating the very best that Trek could be. And, and you know, as as Christians here, and we're in the after dark now and everything, uh, I, I, I think that obviously Trek has very humanistic tendencies, and I think Gene Roddenberry brought out the worst of those tendencies in Trek. I, I, and, and I've said this before, I think that Gene Roddenberry had a great concept for the fantasy, but in, in, in the execution he was quite lacking. Well, his approach to social issues was perhaps a little more on the nose, uh, and I think that worked better in the original series in the 1960s when television was a less subtle medium in some mm-hmm. ways. Uh, some of those shows, the early episodes of The Next Generation, feel sort of instantly outdated, like they, they are, you know, uh, 60s episodes trying to conform to the uh, trends of the 80s in some ways. But... Um, I do think, at the same time, Star Trek, in its numerous incarnations as a whole, is one of the more philosophically rich shows out there. Completely. And it, it explores a number of really fascinating subjects. Well, even just like Measure of a Man, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know people would have trouble with the whole concept of data and the anthropomorph- <coughs> anthropomorphizing of an android, but that's not really what that show's about. I mean, not that episode. and. And I think that it's a good issue to be addressed, and it's addressed in a, in a way that isn't like right on the nose. Yeah, you don't initially you don't initially become hostile towards the message because you don't maybe even quite get the message right up front. So. Right, and, and it's an episode, uh, unlike some of the earlier episodes where it's you have an obvious good side and an obvious bad side, it was willing to address the complexity of the argument. And I think a lot of the best Star Trek episodes do that. They tackle uh, some of these things that aren't answered very easily. Um, you know, there are a lot of difficult subjects that are addressed over the course of that show. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I could have talked to Anthony for the whole show, I think. I think Joseph was really, you guys probably, uh, I think he was chatting to me on iMessages, so you couldn't see it, but uh, he was was pushing me to get done. (laughs) So. All right, well, uh, we should wrap it up because uh, I need to get this episode edited. I have to be on set tomorrow, and I want to get this posted before I go to the set. Otherwise, it's going to be afternoon before it gets posted uh, on the uh, site, so. 
Gotcha. We should wrap it. Now, you guys recorded your sides of the conversation, right? Uh, I did, yes. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think Clark, last time that you and I recorded a show, you mm-hmm. sent me an MP3, a fairly high-quality MP3, but that worked just fine if you want to do that again. Okay, I will do that. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I sent it to you via... Was it you send it? Uh, it was something like that, yeah. Or, I was thinking yeah. send space or you send it or whatever, My, but it, it's fine. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Okay. And then Marcus, uh, uh, Joseph and I use Dropbox. Uh, you're welcome to do it the same way as Clark if you want. or you I'll can... save it on the computer and Joseph can get it. Okay. All right, yeah. so Joseph, you'll get his raw audio and you can compress it to AAC <laughs> like you normally do. That would be great. Yeah, I will. And uh, per my gaffe at the beginning, uh, this should be fine if you were recording both sides, but send me both sides of the conversation. I did that stupid thing again where I didn't press record. I- I'm not into this new workflow with Broadcasting Live yet. so Understood. Yeah, well, there's a lot to juggle around now. It's all good stuff. No, I'm very say, happy. Yeah. We've, we had... Uh, at one point, we had... Uh, I'm not going to say how many. We had thousands of listeners at one point. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we had we had a good fair number listening live tonight. So, I'm hoping that will continue Sweet. to grow. I like the interaction. Uh, even in, in guys in the chat room, even if we don't get to your question or your your thing or don't see it, I, I still love it. I'm, I'm glad you guys are there and glad you're uh, engaged in, in the conversation. So, uh, it's good stuff. Well, yeah. Thanks to everybody also in the chat room that stuck around to the very end with us. We have had fun. Sorry, I, I should say I was I was being facetious when I said thousands. We didn't have thousands. We're not that big yet, but uh. yeah, all, all the wonderful masses out there. So something must have happened. I usually bring in millions. <laughs> oh, Marcus, you failed us. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Clark. I, meant, I was going to ask you, and I forgot. Did you listen? Did you happen to hear last week's episode of the Movie Bite podcast? Uh, remind me of the subject. Uh, we talked with Melinda Snodgrass, a screenwriter. No, I have not heard it yet. All right, the reason I was asking is you might be interested in that. Uh, obviously, she wrote uh, The Measure of a Man. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you might be interested in the first, what was it, about 25 minutes, Joseph, or 20 minutes or something that we talked to her? Yeah. So that I was last yeah, week. Clark, I shared with you the link to uh, her profile on our website because on her profile, it gives you uh, the link directly to the podcast with her. Excellent. I, I will look forward to listening to that. Yeah, it was good stuff coming from the uh, a screenwriter's perspective. And I do want to say uh, to the people in the chat room, too, even though because I'm terrible at multitasking, I didn't really type too much in there. I did enjoy following the conversation and was um, <laughs> flattered by the compliments of my southwestern <laughs> western radio <laughs> voice, whatever it may be. Yeah. So... All right, well, thanks, guys. I want to go ahead and uh, get the audio and get this edited, so I'll let you go. And, and Clark, will you be able to get me yours tonight? Uh, I will. I'll send it right away. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being here, Marcus. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Yep. All right, bye. Bye.